0: Again thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. As he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, look teacher, What large stones and what large buildings? Then Jesus asked him, do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Perhaps you are familiar with that song by the band R.E.M., which came out in the year 1987. That song has been sort of an earworm for me this week in light of our gospel lesson. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I had to finally YouTube the, uh, the music video to help with that earworm, but it didn't really help all that much. All throughout this week, in light of our gospel lesson, that song has been on my mind. Since creation, since God created in seven days the heavens and the earth and the seas and all therein, since that time when God created us, Humankind in his own likeness, in his own image, and blessed us with memory, reason, and skill. Since the beginning, since the very beginning, we have been obsessed about the end. The end of the world. It's always a hot topic. When will it happen? How will it happen? When will all of these Things be brought about. And so in light of that R.E.M. song in our gospel lesson today, in thinking about the end of the world when Christ will come again, because that's what we say in our Eucharistic prayer on Sundays. Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. In light of all of that, I decided to Google end of the world predictions this past week. And when I did, I was very surprised that throughout the years, throughout the centuries even, throughout a very long time, there were probably over 100 predictions by different people on dates, specific dates, not just years, that the world would end and how that would look. So here's just a couple for you today. Martin of Tours was a French bishop. He believed that the world would end before the year 400. Just a little bit off, right? Just a bit outside. Before the year 400. Now, if we skip forward many centuries to our own time, we have Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell said that on January 1st, In the year 2000, New Year's Day, almost 19 years ago, January 1st, 2000, God would pour out his wrath and his judgment upon the earth. Again, he's just a little bit off. Pat Robertson. Perhaps you know Pat Robertson, the conservative Christian televangelist who is the host of the 700 Club. Twice. My friend Pat has incorrectly surmised when the world would come to an end. Yes, since the very beginning, we have been obsessed about the end. The end of the world and when it would happen, what it will look like, those things that are to take place. And now we have in our gospel lesson today, from the 13th chapter of Mark, which is known as the Little Apocalypse, we have another prediction of things that will happen when the end is near. Not necessarily a specific date, but Jesus does talk about the end with His disciples and what that will look like, what will happen, what they might even expect to see. Jesus and His disciples have left the temple. and They have gone outside the city and ascended the Mount of Olives. And the Mount of Olives provided a majestic view of the temple and the temple court. And so while up there, these country folk from Galilee are looking at the temple. And one of his disciples says, look, Lord, how beautiful, how majestic, how wonderful is this building, this place that houses the presence of our God What large stones one upon another? Jesus kind of takes a restrained point of view of the temple. And he says, yes, I think he does agree that it is quite a majestic building. These stones one upon another, but he tells his disciples, do you see this building? This reality in front of you, this majestic scene, there will be a time when even it will not stand when even one stone upon another will not stand, but will come crashing, tumbling down. And so later, Jesus' inner circle of those disciples, Peter, James, John, and Andrew, they want to know a little bit more. And they say, Lord, tell us, what will be the sign? Tell us what this sign will be. We want to know what to expect. Of course, it's human nature to want to know what to expect. Jesus says, Beware that you are not led astray. Many will come in my name and say that they are me. Kingdom will rise against kingdom. Nation will rise against nation. There will be earthquakes and there will be famines. So Jesus tells those, that inner circle of disciples, what to expect. Since the beginning, we have been obsessed about the world. In light of this, in light of these predictions by Bishop Martin of Tours and Pat Robertson and Jerry Falwell and even Jesus today, I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction for you as well. Not when the world will end, but perhaps what it will look like. Back in December, last December, uh, I went with Bishop Sage, our bishop to Parchman. And I was a little bit apprehensive about going to Parchment, not because I would be at parchment and be in the midst of people who had committed various crimes, but I was apprehensive that I would be transformed by the experience. And to be transformed means to be changed. And I'm a good southern boy. I don't like change that much. So I went two hours up and the two hours back. And it was quite the transforming experience I thought it would be. We went up and we had Holy Eucharist with all of the inmates in the Spiritual Life Center there at Parchman. And then after serving communion to them, after listening to the Word of God with them, we all ate lunch together and I sat with them. And then after breaking bread in the Eucharist, I broke bread with them at their tables And I heard their stories. Some went even as far as to tell me why they had been at Parkview and many had been there for so long, even before I was born. Then after that, not even better, the bishop and I and the chaplain at Parkview we went to Unit 29, Death Row. And after... Weaving in and out around barbed wire and chain link fences that seemed to go on for miles and miles. After different security checkpoints, we found our way inside unit 29. And we went around to the cells and we provided communion to the inmates that wanted it. And we held their hands through the bars and we said the Lord's Prayer. And we sort of got to know each other. I had many wonderful conversations It was interesting, when I was talking to one of the inmates, I noticed a Scrabble board on a cart next to me. And I said, Lee, what is this? looks like you're playing Scrabble. he said, I am. I'm playing Scrabble with the inmate in cell three. I'll play a word, and then the guard will come and wheel the cart over there, and he will play a word as well. Just normal human beings trying to pass the time. Many wonderful conversations with those inmates. While we were there, though, I was told twice, once by the guards, and the other time by the chaplain, do not go near cell 4. Do not go near cell 4. When the chaplain said it, he said the inmate there seems to sort of have a demon of some sort. And if you approach it, he is induced into convolutions and wild, erratic behavior. But what he said next has suffered. He said, but even when our Lord Jesus Christ comes again, when His Lord Jesus Christ comes again, He will be healed. And like all things, He will be made new. And He will be raised up. That's what I think it's going to look like when the world ends. That's what I think it's going to look like. When the Son of Man comes in His glory, we will be healed. We will be raised up. The poor will be given riches. The sorrowful will cry no more. Death will be swallowed up. The prisoner will be freed. The hungry will no longer cry for food. I can't predict... The end of the world, but I can with some quick assurance say what it is going to look like. Not one stone will be left upon another at parchment. The barbed wires of those prisons will be cast out. The prisoner will be set free. And that inmate in cell four, who I was told not to approach, he will be healed and he will be made whole. Amen.